When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know exactly what it is. It's a Friday morning and you're living wherever you're living, whether that be a city, a town, a province or or a county that's not actually like a city, a self-governing county. Dare I say you live in a Hampshire? Whoa. Wherever you are, open your eyes because I guess this is your alarm as well. <laughs> yeah. Wake up. It's like what? When does this get released? Like it comes out at six a.m. It's six a.m. and the cock is a crowing. Imagine if whenever the podcast like loaded onto your phone, it just started playing. Can I tell you something? What I reject that. Yeah, I reject that from my imagination. <laughs> this Michael Barbaro. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, bitch! Dumb, 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 That's the daily. I know. You were like applauding or anything. I just I, feel what's like up? it's a it's a really hard arrangement. There's multiple string parts, and <laughs> I, I just feel like I, I try my best with my daily. single voice. I tried, and it wasn't. It's not for me. That's fair. I, I listen to NPR every morning. Okay, like a like a mom. <laughs> you said that. If, I don't know if it came across audibly, as this is an <laughs> audio medium, but. Um, your eyes were scary <laughs> when you said that, and it felt almost like a threat. Uh, you know, I think it, it's. I I really like it. I, I just think at more people, I think it would make more people's days like start like calmly. What it like there? I listened to the BBC Minute report. Mm. Where they're just like, this see, that's is on later. Yo, BBC Minute. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, also, I don't really like, I don't be listening to like, I don't, I want to be left alone in the morning. Mm, I listen to morning. Edition. I like to listen yeah. to an to an album, to some songs. And then by the time I'm forced to talk to people, then I'm like, okay, I've had mm. my me time. You like to get. I, I literally like to get yeah lubed I, for conversation. I wake up in the morning and I like find my phone and I turn on the NPR app. I'm and listening to morning. Edition. This is why you listen to this to find out what, <laughs> what Olivia our, and I's what our morning, morning routines. routines are. This is why you're here. No, you're here because Olivia and I are the top dogs of pop culture. I've never said that. And top dogs, <laughs> top dogs of pop culture, baby. And uh, these little Friday specials. It's an intimate just, affair. Just a little download on the week, the mm -hmm. happenings, mm -hmm. some games, mm -hmm. some some chit chat, and some secrets. What? What? I think we're, we might get into secrets. We might today. We might. I. You wanted to do a little segment. Yeah. Well. What's up, folks? We're here. <laughs> Let's all go. Let's all go to the movies. This week was a was a was a pretty cool week for some films. I saw a few, and I wanted to present my critics' corner. I yes, that's this. right. It's not the Anglophile angle. It's it the critics' <laughs> corner, and I'm going to present some movie reviews that of some films that I've seen. Yes, this please week. do. 
The first film is Joker. Okay. I haven't seen Joker. I did see my brother last weekend, and in the precious hour we spent together, uh, I did make him use it to explain the entirety of the plot of Joker. Well, I won't tell you about the entirety of the plot of Joker, but I will tell you that I give it two out of five stars. My theater was a little too cold. (laughs) That's it? Yes. Okay. Okay. So are these gonna, this is not about the movie? They are about the movie. Okay, cool. I think it's pretty clear that it's about the movie. Got it. Uh, My next film that I saw was Judy. I saw Mm -hmm. Judy. I give Judy one out of five stars. Great. Uh, I was really hungry when I saw Judy, and so I got a quiche, but the quiche flavor that I got was broccoli and cheddar because the other quiche options weren't very appealing to me. One was a turkey bacon plus turkey plus some sort of cheese, and Uh the other was tomato and blue cheese. That's that's vile. Exactly. That's disgusting. In an egg Thank you. So the least violent option to me was the broccoli broccoli and cheddar. cheddar. Mm -hmm. Horrible decision. It was an absolutely subpar quiche. And it's not really, I mean, well, actually, I'll say that it's easy for a quiche to be subpar, but it's also even more easy, I say, for a quiche to be simply fine. And to have a quiche below fine, what's going on? I have a question about the quiche. Yes. Um, When you bring a quiche into a movie theater, where are you expected to put it? If one is, say, not at a Nighthawk or an Alamo, you could because you were at an Angelica. I didn't so, want to say the theater because I like the theater. We love Angelica. Why do they sell quiche? That's you can you can have both because there at are once. people like me who are hungry and need a hot thing that you can pop in. No, it's because there's like old people who go and just hang out in that lobby. Olivia, and, they and get I'm hungry. one of them. <laughs> I found I wanted to see a matinee with my community, which is the old people that see movies at Angelica. There's a really adorable old black couple behind me watching Judy, and they were absolutely living and loving for it. However, I had to give it one out of five stars. You didn't tell because, me where you put the quiche. Because I had to put the quiche in my lamp. Embarrassing. I knew that that was the answer. I just needed to hear it out loud. And that's where I had to cut it. Later, once the quiche cooled down, I was able to put it on the cup holder, which Ooh. was flat, but it still was subpar. And at that point, I knew that the quiche was a lackluster quiche, and I didn't want any more. God, a quiche so, on a cup holder Especially in the Angelica, whatever. I won't so, shit on the Angelica. I couldn't even finish my quiche because it was so dumb and bad. Then the movie was bad and I left in the middle of it. When I was leaving, <laughs> I knocked over my quiche. <laughs> no, did you pick it up? Or, you left it? I had to I leave. Oh, Olivia, I oh. had to leave. Okay, as someone who used to work in a movie theater, that sucks. Well, it gets even worse. So we leave the theater. I realize I left my wallet. In the movie theater. (laughs) I have to sneak back into Judy. You snuck back in? Into Judy. Wait, had you like fully left the theater? Stuck into the, the oh, I fully left the entire building. building. But then I came in and the girl was like, hey, weren't you? And I was like, yes. So then I walked back down, snuck into the individual theater. Yes, okay, got it. We almost sat in the back, but we decided Mm. to sit in front of the aforementioned couple that I loved. Mm. We snuck in front of them. I sat down, found my wallet. (laughs) Then I had to scuttle away again. Quiche still on the floor. God, you're a taking menace. Taking questions. You're an m- absolute menace. I said I'm taking questions. Uh, I, you're a menace? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I have a question. Um, was uh, Yes, over there. The uh, uh, Yes, I would like an identifier, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Chupsky from WAPO. Yes. 
Okay. Uh, was Don't Renee, you go Chupski for Wapo? You you do that. Was was Renee any good at all in the film? Or am fine. I only supposed to ask quiche questions? Fine. She was fine. She shouldn't have sung. Okay. She should have the taken Natalie the Angelo. She should have. Yes. But it's correct. Because mm-hmm. the singing, subpar. Also, like, a really, it's like, I get it. She was on amphetamines and barbiturates. She was nuts. I get it. Her eyes were big. What else? Yeah. Um, okay, so I think we have one more. Oh, movie that's the review. only question. That's kind of the only question. I don't have a lot of questions about Judy. I have no like nice. interest in knowing what that movie is, what its deal is. Okay, my final review. Mm-hmm. Parasite. Great. Five out of five stars. Gorgeous. I had a really fun time. I got popcorn and M and M's, and I poured the M and M's right into the bag. But obviously, it was a little bit scary. There's some tension. There's some, you know, some nerves. What's gonna happen? Is the ratio gonna be right? Mm-hmm. Also, at one point, I got a kernel stuck in between Oof. my teeth, a tooth where I recently got a filling. So I was freaking out. But ultimately, it was a very satisfying and enjoyable time at the theater for me because I bought a seltzer, and so I was able mm. to swish it around just right, and the kernel came out. Then when I finished the bag, it was the perfect ratio of salty to sweet, and there were no leftovers, not even of M&Ms. Wow. Five out of five film. That sounds incredible. It was a really That sounds film. like a really good movie. I had a really good time at the movie. Um, whenever you get, you know, all those elements working together, like uh-huh. seltzer exactly. and the M&M in the popcorn. Yes. It's it felt, just like really beautiful. It also felt really satisfying to like understand because it's like I am a huge fan of Bong Joon-ho's films. I've like loved him mm-hmm. since high school. And to be able to feel myself maturing alongside with him. Previously, I might have been a, a little crazy. Sugar Coke. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or an icy if I crazy. did. And I said no, no too much, a seltzer. Too much. This is the perfect balance. That's too much for the palate. And I was right. It's good to learn that when you've become like sophisticated. Thanks. So that's my take at the movies. Also, I saw Pain and Glory, the new Amorovar. Felt fine. Okay. Do you eat? Do you have any? Did you have a snack? No. Oh, interesting. And I think that's why I felt fine. Okay. Cool. Could have taken it. Could have left it. Beautiful. I had a little Portuguese tart beforehand, so I felt. <laughs> oh, full. a pastel de nata. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it felt good when I walked in. Okay. Well, that wraps up. I, what did we call it? Critics Corner? Yeah. I was Critics Corner. Ding! Sort of like maybe, I don't know. Like, like a, a typewriter? Yeah. Or like a... Okay. Yeah, like the news. Okay, I have a game for us to play. Great. Um, so, you know, it's politics time, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, and TMZ reported out, they got into the public records because who donates where is public information. Whoa. So I am going to name a celebrity <gasps> and you are going to guess who they donated to and how much they donated. Guys, please feel free to play along please with me. Please feel free to play along. Okay. Gonna start out maybe kind of easy. Uh, Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. This is the last election. No, this is currently who the, of the Democratic oh! candidates who is donating to whom. Oh, um, Elizabeth Warren? No. no. Kamala? No. Bernie? No. Tulsi? No. <laughs> You're missing a really obvious. Joe Biden? No. Who am I missing? She, Alyssa Milano donated $3,000 to Mayor Pete. I literally <laughs> refused to say his name. I, I, I didn't want it to be him. Okay. Huh? When? Okay. Each of these people donated, when? like, in the past quarter. Crazy. Yes. Okay. Each of these people donated $1,000. Who did they donate it to? Ben Platt, George Takai, Christine Taylor of being married to Ben Stiller fame. Elizabeth Warren. No. Kamala. No. (laughs) 
<laughs> wait, hold on. Ben, ben Platt, George Takai. Think about identity politics. Mayor Pete again? Again. <laughs> again. Isn't that crazy? Harvey Firestein also gave a hundred dollars to, to Mayor, Mayor Pete, and Cherry Jones gave two hundred dollars. Mayor Pete, <laughs> to Mayor Pete. Okay, Jason. Okay, two fifty each from Jason Mraz and Matthew McGorry. Who did it go to? Uh, Bernie. Yes, I knew Matthew McGorry. That's easy. Um. Okay, two fifty from Chelsea Peretti and William Baldwin. Elizabeth Warren. Yes. Yes. Oh, see, you're good at this game. Um, do you want to do you want to know something funny? Lily Tomlin donated a very specific amount to Elizabeth Warren, $284. I wanted to guess how much. Oh, I'm sorry. It's fine. It's okay. Um I was going to guess 444. Do you want to uh do you want to guess how much money Dan Castellaneta, the voice of Homer Simpson, gave to Bernie? Oof. $6,000. Damn. No, but 2500 Do you? I always forget that the Simpsons people are like... They got money, they got man. They got money, money. Well, you know the deal with uh, the voice of Bart. Yardley Smith? Yeah. What about her? She, you know she's a famous Scientologist. Is she really? Yes. Ooh. And there was a period... Well, we don't make noises like that because I live in L.A. Okay. And Every religion is valid. Yeah. Uh, I think it's good when people are on... Boats? I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, listen. So, anyway, she um had a period where she was like calling people as the voice of Bart Simpson, like leaving voicemails, being like, "Hey, like you better check out Scientology. It's pretty cool." And people were like, "Oh, maybe it is cool." And the Simpsons had to be like, "Hi, please don't do that." Oh my god, wait, please that, don't do that. Okay, that's crazy of her to do that, but it's also crazy for people to be like, maybe. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like I Bitch, think if, if like you're a, a, telling me if Bart Simpson called your ass, I would think I was getting prank called because that's what he does. <laughs> that's his whole thing is prank calling people. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'd join. Okay, well that means I just have to keep a little bit of an eye on you as always when you go back to California. True. Um, do you hear a bell? Oh my god, what the? I hear a bell. I hear a whistle. I hear a freaking clang. Oh my God! It's I hear the sounds of one hundred men whose hope died before their balls dropped, snorting lines and lines of cocaine. That's right, we're at the goddamn stock market. Ring a ding ding, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> the celebrity stock market is a segment I and I do because you know celebrities are capital. Celebrities are money. Sometimes they're up, sometimes they're down. Sometimes you don't know what they're doing. And what me and Io do is tell you how what to do with your portfolio. Yeah, it's really important for your cash, for your capital. And also, when you're in social situations and you're just gifting and gabbing away, I, <laughs> yeah, let's just go with it. Listen, you gotta, gotta, gotta have the right names and have the right numbers. You gotta know what to say. You gotta know what's in and what's out because you don't want to be out here caping for someone Who's making a mess of themselves? Making a freaking mess, Marina. And we will get into mess. We will. But first, let's start with the pause. Let's start pausing. Olivia, what are you buying this week? I am buying, uh, speaking of cinema, speaking of criticism. I'm always thinking about the cinema. Um, I am buying Melina Matsukis, who graced the cover of Elle. Hot. Uh, this week, with along with Lena Waithe and Jodie Smith. And Jody Smith. Um, she looks incredible, first of all. She is directing Queen and Slim, the movie I am obsessed with because it was story by James Fry, as we have noted on this very podcast. But um, I just think people are 
going to be obsessed with her. I think the movie looks incredible. Mm -hmm. I think people love when like a hot woman is also smart, yeah. you know? And yeah. she's like, she's so stylish and she's so like, she gives such a good interview that I, th and I think we're going to see like a huge uptick in profiles of her where she just says like beautiful, brilliant things. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think everyone kind of, if you get on that train now, huge, huge returns. I think that's great. Yeah. I mean like, Black people been noon. Yeah, of course. About that. Yes. Because Beyonce. Of, I mean, because Beyonce, because Solange. True. The, so the Knowles. The Knowles. So she's been in there and yes. doing the absolute. This work. is yeah. This is mostly me telling white people to like learn her name. And if, what is that podcast if not any if not that? <laughs> however, just like being like, hey, thanks for telling me about news. <laughs> and yeah, um, Io, who are you buying this week? Well, Olivia, it's a time for love and it's a time for film because I'm also buying another filmmaker. Oh, I, and I love the one we're cinephiles. I know. Sorry, can't help it. This week, when I well, when I first came back to New York, the first thing I did was check the Showtimes at Metrograph, Angelica, Bam, and Sinopolis. <laughs> oh, Sinopolis! I know above fourteenth. Sometimes I bold. Get, sometimes, sometimes I get myself a little donut, and then I oh, get myself, of course. and then I get myself a film at Sinopolis. Anyway, I didn't catch this film at Sinopolis. I caught it at the ArcLight. We're just dropping indie theater names <laughs> like fucking Coles, man. But I loved this film so much. And I love because of this filmmaker. It's one Mr. Bong Joon-ho. Yeah. This is definitely a buy that's like, all right, listen up, Americans. You gotta, gotta, gotta. If you haven't seen Parasite. I and haven't seen it yet. There's showings available where you are. Like, truly run to see it. I'm a big, I'm a big bong head. I'm a member of the bong hive. <laughs> official. Um, memories of murder, mother, which was like, so good. Um, Okja, Crazy, The Host, one of the best fucking thrillers in the world. Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer is the one I know. Snow freaking yeah. Piercer. Cool ass movie. So cool. That train is so long. Simply cold. <laughs> Simply cold and cool. And Parasite, uh, his most recent film. Uh, if you haven't seen Best Picture Buzz. A lot of. That. And I really, my hope is that because people are talking about it and I think if they keep talking, there's a good, there's a really good shot. It's mm -hmm. uh, uh, that it breaks past just the, like, the foreign, foreign language mm -hmm. film. You know what's he, fucked up about the foreign language film? Yeah. That the director doesn't win the Oscar technically. Like the country wins the Oscar. Isn't that insane? That's a mess right there. I know. That's a little Get bit Bong mess. an Oscar. Get Bong a personal Oscar. Yeah. He is, uh, he's just... One of my favorite filmmakers. I mean, like, South Korean director's been putting out the work. Um, but it's like, you know, if now is the time to notice, like, let's notice, like, I love me a Park Chan-wook joint, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but, yeah, uh, I was crying, like, sobbing by the end of Parasite because of how beautifully made yeah. it was. Oh, I love when I'm, like, moved by, like, artistry like craft it was crazy like i had i finished i wasn't even finished i would but i was like feeling all my feelings about mm -hmm. the film and then i just felt myself like being like proud of him Aww. as a filmmaker so i just i really loved it and i think if you see parasite you will too check it out and buy yourself some mr baby bong <laughs> he's gorgeous great. he's great and he's also very funny gives a really funny interview 
Oh yes, I've seen him do like like I watch like videos of him yeah. doing interviews, and it's like oh yeah, and his like that. sense of humor is like so bizarre. He rocks, and that's me. Gorgeous. Sometimes you have things that are a passion. You buy more, but sometimes it's stale, and you hold, and you watch the stock, and you see what's going on. So Olivia, who are you holding this week? Yeah, I you know I love one Miss Kristen Stewart as much as the next gal, mm -hmm. but. You know, I am. That's an indeterminable amount. That's that's true. That's a constantly <laughs> wavering <laughs> with somewhat. I miss it with like constant, just a slight trepidation is what that number is to me. Yes. Okay. Well, I really love. I think she's a great actress. She is. I think she's like makes interesting choices. I love that she's coasting on Twilight money and just like doing whatever. Pretty much. Um. But I would like to discuss Charlie's Angels. And just kind of that oncoming fright train of a flop. Okay. Like, I just wow. think there's no way. Wow. It's like good. Like I'm just trying to like hold. I'm holding right now, but like you know Whoa. that embargo lifts. I I'll I'll chuck. I'll Dang. chuck. Some. Not because like maybe this should actually be a hold on Elizabeth Banks, but ooh. <laughs> like that's been coming for a while. Yeah, though. I just think that it, uh, and she got like she did Seaberg, and no one at Venice liked it. Everyone said it was kind of bad. This is a monster movie, right? No, it's the movie about Jean Seaberg, the actress who was like brought. <laughs> <laughs> The monster movie. What monster movie? Well, she's like at about? sea. Oh, that's underwater. Oh, that that also looks kind of <laughs> like. Oh, Wait, no. I thought seaberg. Oh, S E A, like an iceberg under the sea. Retire. I'm putting a hold on you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a cinephile, so <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. Anyway, uh, I just, you know, I only want good things for her, and I don't know how she ended up in this like weird Charlie's Angels thing. Like, what? I think the money's running out. I think maybe the money's running out. Maybe she wanted to do comedy, but like, go to a comedy with someone else. Kristen Stewart should star in like um, a Diablo Cody movie. I think okay. that would be good. Yeah, that could be like good. a young adult esque kind of like dark yeah. thing. I think she could be maybe she's just like really funny in her personal group of friends. And I think so everyone she's is funny. like I think she should do like a Yorgos Lathamos joint. Oh, that would, would be incredible really good with that. those big eyes of hers and he like loves yeah. that shit. And she'd just be able to like deliver a line like just dryly enough. Yeah. She's a master of the dry. She loves dry. That's why she and Robert, you know, what? kindred spirits. What do you mean? They both have such dry Robert Pattinson. What about him? Did they run a movie together? No, what are you doing? What, what are you this? doing? I'm. <laughs> what are you? I, I can't tell. Sometimes Io does this thing where it's like she'll do a bit to me, but I can't actually tell but, if it's a bit or not. Wait, but actually, what though? I'm saying that <laughs> because they were in the Twilight movies. No, I'm saying that so they, they both chemistry? have dry senses of humor, yes. and that's why it worked for them being like dating or what? whatever. What? When? Stop. <laughs> I fucking hate you. When? Ah! Oh, who the fuck are you holding this week? Well, apparently because of this dating news, Robert Pattinson. Jesus are Christ. They, how long have they been going out? I am going to kill you. That's so, that's, they're very attractive. I'm glad they're going I'm out. I'm walking out. <laughs> Andrew's hosting this podcast now. Oh my God. Wow. Everyone has a knife up to my <laughs> neck. Um, This week, I'm holding... My own white woman. Oh, gorgeous. I'm holding Margot Robbie. Oh, I think I did this a couple weeks ago because we just cannot 
Oh, I bought some Margot. Yesterday. I know. Well, and now I'm, I'm holding because it's too early to sell. I'm sick of her. <laughs> I, I'm sick of her. Like, I would just love for someone to like really to like sit me down and be like, this is why Margot Robbie is appealing. Because she's hot. I guess. People think she's people love her acting. Oh, that's people really think she, that she's like, you know, a generation defining talent. Ooh, well, that's uh, and that's talk, one opinion. And uh, talking about my generation, okay. I don't know. I didn't have anything else for that besides the. Um, song. Did the bombshell trailer kind of spark this for you? Well, yeah. Okay, she has the same American accent. Number one, <laughs> which is like vaguely New York, it's, but it's also always like up here. Well, Mr. Eels, I guess I oughta say, uh, gee, why I oughta? <laughs> hey, Mr. Eels, I'm also Harley Quinn, and also when I was I'm in Sharon Tate, like. It's enough. I'm sick of it. She's pissing me off, man. <laughs> she's just, she's getting what, on my nerves what, for some would, reason. What would Margot have to do to get into your good graces? Be quiet for a little. Just be Australian. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, do like a gritty Australian. I don't know. I wonder if we were in the 90s if I would hate Meg Ryan. No, because she rocks. No, she's cool. She's not cool. Why does she annoy me? We have I to don't break know. this we down. We have to figure out what's annoying about Margot Robbie. Okay. Well, it's the like- bombshell trailer dropped, and I was like, she makes me feel nothing again. Mm. And the Harley Quinn thing, I'm like, this is gonna make so much money, but I'm so, I'm so. This is how Robert. I mean, yeah. No, this is how Scorsese feels about Marvel movies. She's, <laughs> she's my a own theme park. <laughs> she's a theme park. She is okay. I think also it's like spectacle. She is spectacle, and the eyes are so big, yes. and there's kind of nothing going on behind yeah, them. They just it feels open. like they just get wider, right. but they don't get deeper. Like everyone loves that shot in I Tanya where she's like smiling in the mirror, and the makeup is bad, and it's like I don't, I, I feel nothing. I think that's who she is. I like that shot because I think that's who she is. What if but she listens to this podcast to... and she's a nice woman? I mean, Margot. Have us over for dinner. Yeah. Mar- Margo, Margo is Caroline Calloway and we are Red Scare. That's the worst sentence in the world. <laughs> Andrew, that's the title of that. <laughs> yeah, Margot Robbie, have us over for dinner on your like Australian sheep ranch and let's get into it. Let's get into I'm it. I'm sure she's like fine. I don't I'm know. sure just, she's fine. I just feel like. Does she have friends? Hmm. Like. She's got a husband. She does? Yeah. Huh. I feel like she. The bubble's gonna burst soon. She get this is what it is. I remember when we were all so excited about Jennifer Lawrence. I was gonna say that this is kind of Miles Tellery. Ooh. But like Well, with, that's your personal yeah. connection. I mean, to it. but like the it's the similar it's, it's a similar bubble it's the bursting. Bubble. It's the bubble. It's the like bubble. a couple Oscar noms and then people are like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? I'm having my wait a minute moment early. Mm-hmm. And I might be wrong because she's got a pod that is a Production overall deal in industry terms. I thought you were going to say she has a podcast. No. I was like, damn. She has a pod. Our nemesis. And so that means that she is able to develop scripts. Mm. Not necessarily with the intention of being in them. Just having them. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe she, ha- she, and I've actually read some of the scripts that are in her pod, and she has good taste. Do you think she's the one... Dictating it, and that's the thing. Yeah. We have no, we have idea. no idea about anything about her, and I'm sick of it. <sighs> Who will give me like a definitive 
profile of Margot Robbie. Yeah. That like isn't just like a puff piece that's like we that we yeah. went and sat in the Beverly. Like who, I want yeah. I want to know if I'm missing something or if I'm right. Like I want someone to tell me the goddamn truth about I guess Margot I actually Robbie. don't really watch that many interviews of her. I guess she seems like fine. There was that one interview with Brad Pitt where he was like, oh you gotta watch this old movie and she was like no. That was fun. Oh yeah. She oh he was like you gotta watch Last Tango in Paris and she was like ew. Yeah. Doesn't Last Tango in Paris also feature like a literal rape, rape scene. Yeah. yeah. Have you not seen it? No. Oh, I have, unfortunately. Wow, you're Brad Pitt and I'm I, Margot Robbie. Because a man was like, you have to see Last yeah, Tango Apparel. No, and I, I no Paris, And I listened. Um, anyway. <sighs> so it's a hold? It's a hold. It's a hold. Am I a misogynist? I don't know. I was also wondering if this was like internalized misogyny yeah. on our part. Interesting. Like maybe it is. Maybe I just see like a hot blonde woman and I'm immediately like, I don't like her. I like, like hot blonde but women. Like, I'm there friends are... with hot blonde women. <laughs> Mostly hot brunettes, but still. True. It's yeah. also like. I also am. Okay, what you say your thing. There. Whenever there's a white woman who's precious, I, mm-hmm. I always am like. Oh. I was also. I get very wary when people are like, this woman is the thing. Or thing, or just yeah. when any, but like I do, I didn't do that with like Timothy Chalamet, so maybe it is misogyny. Fuck, I don't know. Right, like when do you? Like when I want to fuck that person, I will also be like, ah, right, cool. But like when it's a, a woman, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't want to fuck Margot Robbie. No, and we're in the minority on that. Right, Christian Stewart. Yes, I would easily. Yeah, but I'm still holding. Hmm. That's to think about. That's to think about. We gave you a thinker. <laughs> sometimes you had a thinker, and sometimes you get an absolute stinker. And this stinker, Olivia and I are coming together as to sell one person. To sell one person. We are selling across a fellow woman of color, a fellow black woman, dare I say, an absolute Nubian queen, my brown skin girl. Latina queen. Gina Rodriguez. What the fuck? It's time. Damn. Let her go. Just like she, uh, you know, she's out here saying the N-word. Crazy. Like, don't. Just don't. To camera. To and left camera. it up for three hours. She left it up for so long. Three hours. And then posted a half-assed apology. Oh, my God. She did one of those apologies that were like, I'm sorry if I hurt you, which is like, that's not how you apologize uh, ever. Somebody You're- tweeted that Gina and Scarlett have the same PR team. Did you know that? Yes, I saw that. Which, like. What a headache. Makes perfect oh sense. Oh my God. Makes perfect and then sense. she did like, but oh, she her second apology was much more like a notes app classic. Yeah. It was like a better apology, but it was still like, I'm so sorry. I just love this Fuji song so much. I love Lauren Hill. And it's like, okay, who cares? Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Don't say it. You're not black. You're, it's really, it's so simple. And yet. And yet. People have a real problem. Yeah. Not there, saying it. I yeah, it, it's just really that easy. And why why are we trying to overcomplicate it? There was this like really reductive, just simply bad meme of like, why can Cardi say the N word and why can't Gina? And it's like, well, Gina knows that she shouldn't be saying the N word. Like yeah. that's the thing. Like internally, like she does know. Yeah. And also, like she's not, she's not Afro Latina. Not no. And just because Cardi is like light skinned, it's like. There, there's like a difference. Like, yes. And everyone like knows, like everyone knows the difference. Right. 
and are just like doing like contrarian, th- contrarian thought experiments for yeah. the sake of it. Yeah. It's like, oh, shut up. I like, and it's, I mean, I don't know. I, ha- wait, did I tell you a girl from my high school? Because I grew up in a neighborhood that is like primarily Vietnamese, mm-hmm. but was also kind of like hood adjacent yeah. okay. and like, uh, grew up with a lot of Vietnamese people who said the N word. Jesus. Like, and I just had to be like, mm, I hate this. And they would like not say it around me. Oh, classic, you know I mean? classic Which is like, classic, I know yeah. that you know that it's wrong, but I also know that you're saying it with each other. Mm-hmm. Or like on like Snapchat stories or when you're at concerts, like I can hear you screaming it. At concerts are the worst place in the world. Being oh. at a rap concert is one of the like, with like white people, one of the worst things on God's green earth. One of the only times in my life that I felt like, oh, I could like come freestanding in public, just like off the chart, like whatever, was when Solange uh, was singing Fubu. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, it was like I was like on the floor, and there were a bunch of white women, and they started singing along, and like all the black women telepathically just started locking eyes with all of them. Being like silent, like, don't, don't even don't sing along to any part word. of the song, um, and we're just like singing it, and it felt good. Mm. So uh, Gina Rodriguez, you know, yeah, a classic, classic case of foot and mouth disease. Yeah. Also, just like someone great was fine. She wasn't the best part of it. No. So, no. So I had my Jane the Virgin season, and now it's over. Right. Annihilation. Overrated. Overrated. <laughs> and again, not even the best part of it. Not even the best part of it. Far from it. Jennifer Jason Lee's stand Who? up. Stand up. When Jennifer Jason Lee says annihilation in annihilation, that shit rules. <laughs> that shit is annihilation. And folks, we're annihilating this podcast. There's a little thing we gotta do. <laughs> Rev those engines, baby. Get your cars in absolute gear and Go forward. I don't have a license. Drive. I can't drive. I don't know why she's you better taking you, this metaphor. Well, I'm going to U-turn around right back to the topic and parallel park my ass. Yeah, that's right. On to a little game we call Vroom Vroom. Olivia and I take a celebrated actor who hasn't been celebrated in the right way. Somebody who deserves an Oscar but hasn't gotten their due. We craft a little vehicle for them. Yeah, vroom, vroom, get it? And we write them a film that's going to get them an Oscar. So now, hot producer Andrew's going to look at this little old list and pick an actor for us to write a vehicle for. Wait, what is the... So, so okay. d- none of the crossed out no, ones. Crossed out, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> um, ooh. I'm going to say... We're going to go Mary Louise Parker. I knew that's what he was going to pick. <laughs> okay, Mary Louise Parker. We are going to write an Oscar-winning an film. An Oscar-winning film for Mary Louise Parker. Let me pull up my stopwatch. Okay, ready, set, go. Okay, I think it's present day. It has to be. And I think it's... Um, I think it's directed by a woman. Good. It feels like Nicole Hall of Center Ooh. adjacent. I like that. You know? Yeah. It feels like um a middle-aged woman who like has a lot of sex. And I don't know if it's like good sex or bad sex. We've done one of these sex movies before. No, we tried doing one of those sex movies. Here's and it was something like that we haven't done yet. Hmm. Mother. Mm-hmm. Kid died of a school shooting. Oh, interesting. And like 
I don't know. And she's like a she becomes like an activist. Oh. And she like she's becomes like really anti-gun. Yeah. And like fights the gun lobby. But it's also about like personal activism and how like becoming an activist can like ruin your life yeah. and like put you in pain. Being and like being the face of a movement. There's like a scene of her like she gets like like she like does this big speech and everybody like there's a bunch of people and then she goes home to like this hotel in DC and she cries in a bathtub. Oh, I love it. I love when a woman cries in like a tub or the shower. She should cry in the bathtub. Okay. How does it how does it end? It can't end on a good note because like unrealistic. No. Yeah. It does have to end badly. Not badly, but just like I don't I don't think <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> right. She dies from gun violence. No, no, I think it ends with like Because we also already had that movie. Lux Lux. Oh, right. Does she die at the end of that movie? Uh, I, no. I, I got I, bored. I like fully so. blocked out. Um, but I think like it ends. She like goes to Washington okay. and it's like she cries in the bathtub and she just like I think it's one of those things where it ends and you're like, she just has to keep doing this. Yeah. Like <laughs> she meets another mom from a past shooting or that's that's but that's actually not the end. That's like an accident that, moment. Yeah. That's like, I don't know, and doubt. Oh, okay. They both are nominated. Yes, and 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 out is a mom, and and she and she and Mary Louise is like, I'm so happy that I met you. Like, this has meant the world, and you know, Anne is like, you know, (laughs) and she's like, Anne Anne is like the pessimistic. She's like, don't make it your world. She's like, my kid died. thirteen years ago. Her kid died like. In yeah. like the early 2000s. Yeah. And, and she's been like, in this shit forever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, she's like, nothing's ever going to change. Yeah, Mary she's Louise, like, all these congressmen They and don't women, give a shit about yeah, you. They, they care through. about re-election. They don't care about us. They don't care about our children. They we care about key, money. We low-key won her the Oscar. Damn. Damn. So we end up with an and doubt Oscar. I think we always have to go supporting. <laughs> We're not good We're at crafting so we do not, I don't care about a protagonist ever. No. I only ever care about supporting actors. She cries in the bathtub, though. That's good. That's huge. And she tries to have like a DC hookup with like some aid or whatever. And maybe then he does cement the fact that there's or, nothing. Or, I, or is, is it a hookup or does she like meet with a congressman and he like puts a hand on her leg and she's like. Ah. Feels like many, too many topics. Feels like I'll overwhelm the voters. <laughs> she can't have sex with an aide. She can't get groped by a congressman. She's not getting groped. She's just like, it's like the the legally blonde thing of just getting like touched and like being like, hello, no, the I whole system's bad. I think the gun bad. violence movie also says something about Me Too. Like these, these old white men, they're not going to vote. Well, what year are we projecting? Maybe they'll all be dead in the academy. They'll never die. Okay. They'll never die. And that's the one universal truth listen we got a kernel of a movie and here's the thing we're not writing the script no we're well, giving you the tagline and we're selling options. it so that someone can make it and then if you give us money we'll fi- we'll flush this here's out here's the thing i think one of these movies is gonna get made at some point i think we've ha- we ha- we literally every week come on this podcast and give away a free mostly good idea the james <laughs> joyce robert pattinson biopic Bro, is the goddamn. smartest thing i've ever thought of in my life if the way that we get brought back into that is like someone dredging up that podcast clip and being like those two girls thought of it first yeah. i'll be pissed i'll be real pissed i'll be so bad i'll be real pissed for sure but I will collect my check and I will Absolutely. get a consulting producer's fee and I will meet Robert. And that's that. And that's, that's that. all we want out of this. And honey, that's all I want. Just a little hey. Okay. And with that hey, I say good day. Come to our live show. Good. On November 9th. Yes. Union Hall, 3 p.m. We've got a super special guest. 
Mr. Lee Klausner will be joining us. Is this the first time people have heard that? Oh, maybe. Uh, yeah. Holy shit, okay. We've got a super special guest. <laughs> yeah, we've got a huge guest. And we've been teasing. And are you ready? It's, it's Julie, Julie Klausner. Klausner. So maybe so maybe that is good. <laughs> yeah, so maybe... I, no, I feel like you did say at the end of last episode. Oh. Right? No? Did we? Well, if you didn't listen to that one, and you're only listening to this, Julie Klausner. We are very excited to have her, and we're very excited to play games and have good chat. Good banta from my Love Island heads. Buy your tickets at Forever Dog Productions. Forever Dog Podcast.com slash live. Yeah, I can't. I'm stupid. One more time that's Forever Dog Podcast.com slash live. And you better make sure that slash is forward and not backwards. Because if it is and you end up somewhere else, I'm a fool. It's not our fault wherever that takes you. Guys, thank you so much for listening. See you later. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.